You unlock this door by pressing play on your podcast player. Beyond it is Aspara, another world. A world of distractions, a world of horrors, a world of betrayal. You're moving into a land of neither good nor evil, of blurry lines and gray areas, of what happened last time on The Incursual Party. Reluctantly, Shakara agrees to take a single eye of Dendar while the second is still in use, allowing Samuel to assemble the armor of Kalar. During the process, an unfamiliar ghostly figure forms from cascading blue light emitted by the armor, before being absorbed within it once the pieces become one. Left pondering the source of the set's power, the party is able to settle in for a night of rest. You've now crossed into the continuing adventure. Um, perhaps the the area that Thuff the Younger suggested we go to, that's where we are preparing sort of ships that could give us interplanetary travel. Okay, yes, that is kind of what Thuff the Younger was alluding to when he when he spoke of like the the magna pools and and pits, and where you know the the metallic minerals are being mined via thralls and and like captured and enslaved orcs and uh, other Asparians. All of the Knogi caves are well below the surface of the mountain, and through those travel of of the membranes. It allows you to travel huge distances without actually needing to burrow dozens and dozens of miles of tunnel. Uh, you need a whole whack load of uh, whole whack load of umber hulks to start digging the the <laughs> the lengths of the mountains, right? Because you found entrances, and of course have knowledge of the other entrances into the mountains uh, through the cave systems. That's like 50, 60, upwards of 100 miles from one end of the mountain range to the other. To, have, to, to actually have a cave network and having have dug that network, that's an, an immense amount of effort, right? So that's why utilizing this type of the, the, the membranes greatly and drastically reduces the amount of actual physical digging that the Niyogi and their Umberhulk slaves need to actually do. But that does not mean that there are... are no sure there's no shortage of large chasm and openings that have been cored out so you can operate the caves ha- caves consist of a myriad of uh, farms to keep everyone inside the mountains including the yogi themselves fed and the snow collection that the party had witnessed outside of the cave with clash and to trying to rescue those orcs that's all part of keeping, you know, a, a type of water system in, within and, and replenishing that, replenishing natural, like aquifers, beneath, you know, in the in the ground as well. So all of these processes to keep uh, 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 thousands of organisms surviving and thriving. I mean, they, you you want to thrive. You're here to thrive. That's all part of it. So you have there's an entire ecosystem down here to maintain everything and and to allow for the expansion that the Niyogi clearly are here to do, to expand and take everything that they possibly can. And in this specific area, it seems it is actually, it's directly below Mount Necrosis. And the the chasm here is 
miles wide. You know, many, many support systems uh, have been built in to make sure everything is structurally sound. In here, it is, it's dark, and really the the only glow that you get is from the the magma pools and, and the rivers of it. There's a huge lake of it underneath Mount Necrosis as well. It seems the heat from it is also being harnessed. It seems like it's being collected and stored is the wrong word, but culverts and redirects have been built and dug of stone to manipulate the, these magma pools and where they lay and where they naturally flow to. So clearly this has all been changed and organized all in the efforts to use it for smelting, smelting the metals, uh, use the, the heat to, and to produce steam uh, for additional power, everything like that, right? Everything down here is being utilized. And do you see the progress on the ships that Thuff the Younger had mentioned? They look exactly, they're in the shape of spiders. Like think of it like a black widow. That is the, the shape that this ship is what he had called them. It clearly constructed uh, of metal and they seem to have some type of propulsion system on the, on the bottom. What would be the underside of the abdomen? Each of them kind of pointing up towards the top of the, the chasm and above each of them, there seems to be a tunnel. Uh, or like a like a silo type dug in and up and out, leading who knows how far upward from, from you know the the visions that you're taking in. It's just darkness all the way up. But clearly there is an opening. There's like a launch tubes essentially for these things. There's about ten of them that look like they're fully functional and ready to launch. You see there are Niyogi that are loading those shell sack things that the party had witnessed with Samuel into those ships, food stores being put in there, all manner of creature, umber hulks, more the Bahirs, the, the lightning creature that swallowed Mia, like giants of various sorts. It's activity, it's like wall-to-wall activity down here. Okay, perfect, so I think I'm happy to see the progress that's being made there. Maybe I'll uh, have a peek on my body next, and I would be curious to see how that's coming along. Because that's one of, I think that's one of the most pressing things in my mind is getting reunited with my body where I'll be much more powerful. As you're changing your perspective, like it's like, as, it's literally as if you were traveling through this web network and it happens in like the snap of a finger, but you are aware of the entire process of the travel. It's, it's not like in, a, in the blink of an eye, you are one place and then you're suddenly in another like you are traveling at like supersonic speeds through this this system and you find where your your body is and it's another sizable chamber this one no obviously nowhere near as as as, uh, large as the one that houses the the wild space ships but in here it's more it's more of a like a laboratory and falzerin and the rest of the party have seen a bit of evidence, quite a bit of evidence of Niyogi experimentation. And this is just another example of maybe you would probably call it ingenuity. Kay would call it ingenuity. <laughs> but from another perspective, uh, might be more of an abomination. <laughs> but in this in this chamber, like standing essentially what your what your your body is is comprised of pieces of 
other creatures. Uh, because to make the organic body, you need organic material. And it is just harvested from like old orcs, uh, umber hulks that maybe have injured um, tunneling or, or moving things. All type, all manner of creatures that are just no longer useful to the Nyogi as far as like physical labor goes. So there are pieces of creatures strewn about on tables, uh, all kind of uh, circling this vat, and it it it's it's a similar substance to what was in those shell structures that red and brown goo and it's like it's as if it's like a, a smelting pot or a, a mixing pot these pieces go inside of it Niyogi are scrambling scurrying all over this chamber climbing up your body and essentially slathering it with this goo attaching pieces that have been carved and cut to fit using this goo to to meld it together and after they do so like the number of minutes pass and applying this substance it makes the the physical the flesh even if it's like carapace from a number hulk it makes it malleable and the Niyogi can then further shape this thing as they're climbing up a a giant sized Niyogi. i mean this your body is stands 25 feet tall it is essentially a supersized Niyogi. This is this is your form. It has those uh, the same same different like color uh, unique coloration that like, your astral form does. Completely constructed exactly in your image. It's meant to be for you and you alone. Clearly. Okay. Does it look like something I'd be happy with? Like does it look like a they're doing a, a successful job of what I would want my body to look like as far as ability to use it for what I'd need to use it for? I would call it adequate, yes. Clearly, okay. you would never be satisfied unless you were to be able to get your own hands and create create yourself. You would never, you wouldn't be, you could never be satisfied by something another made for you. But as far as functionality and progress, I would say that you you could be almost pleased. Okay. And how close does it look like it is to completion? Very close. I mean, it's like the final touches. And again, most of the most of those final touches are crafting it so it is your likeness. Okay, so it's mostly just aesthetics that are being touched up now. Correct. Okay, so it would it would be functional if I were to get into it within the next day or so. That is right. Okay, this pleases me. So as you are perusing <laughs> your kingdom essentially your domain it, it's like man it's, it's difficult to describe because it's it's like your consciousness like you're bisected almost like you're still you're still connected to the uh, sensories that falls from his body like the input sensories touch sound taste you know smell that like the five senses you're, you're still connected to those. So even when you your consciousness is elsewhere, those are still always with you or in the back of what would be your astral projected mind. You know, it's, it's like this strange, you're out of body, but your in-body experiences still feel out of body to your out of body self. Like It's like this really strange, uh, d uh, difficult to describe <laughs> accurate how it would feel, but you, you feel something 
around Falzern. Like you, you, uh, the faintest steps, footsteps, um, the sound of your your tent flap quietly, briefly opening. These senses that you're getting. If you were if you were a normal creature and you were asleep, like you would not be sensing these things. But because of that connection, that always waking connection you have. That's kind of how you're actually perceiving some of these things. So, what would you like to do when you get these senses? Do I get any sense of what or who this might be? I would say you you certainly can think of twisting a radio dial. And you could tune out of the Yogi nervous system and more into Falzerin's senses. Like, without completely pulling from one or the other, right? You could, you can absolutely manipulate which screen you'd like to look at more, you know what I mean? As you're getting kind of, yeah. again, it's like you're in two physical places at once. It's very strange. I will. I will definitely uh, invest a lot more of my attention to what what this thing, whatever's going on around falls are in. And as you do kind of slowly slide and tip that scale, there is somebody in the tent with you, and it's somebody that is going through your, or Falzerin's, bag. And as you slide a little further, I assume you wouldn't want to alert whoever this is to you knowing that they're there. Because it doesn't seem like they're there to injure you, because they haven't done so yet. Now, just to clarify, Falzerin has his bag of holding, which can anyone... The way the bag of holding works, you have to know what you want to retrieve from it right right you would use you would mechanically use an action to retrieve something from the bag yeah so it's not like a normal bag where you could just put your hand in and root around and see what's in there like right you would have to have some knowledge of what what was in it if someone was looking for something specific and then falterin has other just like normal bags with various different like basic gear in it so I'm not too worried about anyone taking anything that's really valuable, unless they were to try and take my bag of holding, which I would think Falzern probably, and Kay as well, knowing all that Falzern knows, is going to keep that, like, either on his belt still, you know, attached to them while he sleeps, or right up beside him. So I think I'm okay with them pilfering through my, like, non-magical bags. As this does so, again, you're still twisting that dial, just trying to find that perfect mix between being back into Falzer and, and still feigning sleep, you know what I mean? And you can, like, feel like your, your, your body is, like, sleeping restlessly, it seems. And this figure kind of pauses as Falzer's body shifts in, in, in its sleep. And you dial a little further, and this it's Shaft. He's retrieved the cube that protects you from the tower's effects from your bag. And you kind of feel in like a robe pocket, he's slipped something into it and then he exits the tent. Okay, so I'm going to continue to try and pretend that I'm asleep and just let that happen. Okay. And, you know, a number, uh, you kind of sliding fully back to falls and then away from the Neogi system? Yeah, I think this is... Uh pretty significant so i'm just going to just try and lay still for some time um i know that shaft is very very sneaky and i don't want him 
to, if he's still hanging around, to know that I know what just happened. So I'm just going to lay and listen for a while. Okay, give me a perception. Eight. So a number of minutes pass, and you don't hear any sign of Shaft or anyone else. Just uh, Thuff the Younger kind of moving in his own slumber. Okay, so I'm going to quietly reach in to where Shaft reached into my uh, my robe and, and try and feel for what he put there. He has slipped what looks like a, a piece of parchment into your pocket. Okay, so I will, I, I will read the note and um, see what it has to say. You unfold this little scrap piece that seems like it's been hastily, hastily written on. It says, Falzerin, Horik and I have new information on Nina. We have to leave to get her right away. I know it's pointless to try to convince the rest of you to go with me, as uh, Sammy and the Neogi God are far more pressing. Just a word of advice, let Mia Shakara and Sammy do all the heavy work on this one. If things start looking bad, just get yourself to a safe place. Better to live to fight another day. Chaffed. Well, that little man has finally gone off to find Nina. I guess... Uh, it's one less person for me to enslave, but perhaps one less complication to deal with. Shaft is very sneaky and tricksy. So I'm kind of just thinking this to myself, not saying it out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will um, stow that note back away. And um, I think I don't feel any threat, so I'll probably go back to um, just surveying my massive network of operations and checking in on various different things to see how they are since I last viewed any of them. Okay, so you, yeah, you can do that. Uh, and again, kind of twist that dial as you progress, essentially for the rest of the night to get Falzern's body and Thuff the Younger their long rest. Mia's in her little tent just contemplating where she went wrong and what happened and like imagining all the what-ifs and scenarios. I don't know. She's wrestling with just like this immense guilt of feeling like a lot of what went wrong was her fault. Like, I didn't go invisible. I taunted the... I was baiting and like, I don't know. I just... <laughs> I yelled at Thuft. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're... Yeah, yeah, I guess you as a player, you're going to have to decide whether or not... You want to maintain, you want to use those higher level spells for damage, for for very high damage output to try to end fights quicker, or if you want to reserve them, like, to be able to raise dead, because that's, I mean, a fifth level slot is nothing to, nothing to scoff at, for sure. That's what I'm saying. You then need to have that spell slot saved. Right, right. And if I were to, like, let's say call lightning and call a storm at fifth level, which is essentially sixth level... That storm then, like if I can maintain concentration, is 6d10 and I can channel it. <laughs> right, like how many times can you channel? Like three times a day without a short rest? Two channel divinities without that uh, necklace and pendant. So like there's 120 damage, <laughs> guaranteed damage In too. In two rounds, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at, least, <sighs> at least half of that guaranteed, right? Or whatever, yeah, the half gets uh, maxed. Yeah, that's pretty significant. I don't know. I don't know, it would be at sacrifice of, like, you know, having the sending spell prepared. I know you were also talking about, I think it was off mic, uh, the heal spell. What is that, that sixth level one, I believe? So the heal spell I definitely want to keep in my back pocket, I think. 
with two six level spell slots now and the short rest option. I can choose a creature within range, so 60 feet, and like this radiant energy washes from me and they regain seven, zero, 70 hit points. It also That's ends wild. blindness, deafness, any diseases. So Mia's gonna work on her spell slots, so if you hear something in combat that's new, that's probably where that's coming from. But like inwardly, she's just gonna reflect. I think Mia's gonna call out to Herafina because I think I've heard from her the most consistently. Thor didn't answer me in battle. So we'll just we'll go to the we'll go to the middle manager. Maybe that's more of like Thor's speed right now. Are are you there, Herafina? Can you hear me? I I need help. I I feel lost. I'm confused. I I'm stuck in a deal with Costco and I mean Kajichisa, Jija, <laughs> and it's like the worst. That's like the worst thing that could happen. Or oh well. Anyway. If if you hear me, like, I I feel like I need some encouragement from Thor and from from you. I just you help Bron. Anyway, I'm just really confused, and I really hope that everything goes okay, and that you're not abandoning me in my time of need here. I just kind of like lay back and continue to mull over the spells and remember my learnings and figure out what I want to do. Just sort of sort of do that tonight. You will both get a long rest. Perhaps a restless sleep for some based on what's on their mind. Tough to settle down into a proper slumber with that. In addition to not too much activity in the night from the paladin camp itself, but still definitely movement uh, of of patrols and uh, people walking around the narrow pass and the, those kind of maze-like pathways. But uh, which one would you would like to roll the weather die as you wake up in the morning? I think I rolled it last time. <gasps> Seven. You both waking up in the morning. Uh, you hear you're, you're aroused by an increase in activity and. Stepping out of your tents, or if you're just to simply poke your head out, you see that the it's a very heavy snowfall has started, and the snow is so thick that you look down the mountain, and you can't see more than forty or fifty feet uh, because of how heavy the snowfall is. The surrounding bonfires, the closest one, you can just make out the glow past this like wall of white and snow from here you can't even see the effects of the blue tower and in a heavy snowfall everything within the area of the snowfall is lightly obscured creatures in the area have disadvantage on perception checks that rely on sight you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) i did the fog too (laughs) yeah weather is not fun in the mountains (laughs) So both of you are free to get up and, and uh, leave your tents. Uh, and I'm not sure which one of you might be up and out first. I mean, Falzern, I think, was pretty exhausted, but... You slept like the dead, eh? He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was still pretty injured when he went to bed. I'll get up and go find my paladin buds. 
He's not typically one to really sleep in either, so I think he would probably be up at a reasonable time. Mia, as you step outside of your tent, you see that the entrance to uh, Shaft and Shakara's tents stand open, gusting in, in the breeze with the, the heavy snowfall. I'll go pop my head in and look. It seems that they're both empty. Then I'll I'll go look for Falzern. Is his tent? Is he in his tent? He is, yeah. Falzern, where'd Shaft and Shikara go? Their tents are empty. Their tents are... Yeah, they're gone. They say where well, they're maybe going? Maybe they just got up before us. That's what I'm saying. Did they tell you where they went? No, no, I'm just waking up myself. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll find them. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit peckish. I wonder if there's somewhere to get some good food around this camp. Man, you're always hungry. Well, food fuels the mind. I'll follow my nose to if there's food or people or follow my ears to sound. Absolutely. Yeah, you see around many of uh, where like they had the bonfires and the campfires, uh, stew pots have been kind of brought out and, and placed on many of them in various sections of the camp. It doesn't seem like there is a centralized like uh, like cafeteria tent kind of thing, right? The, it's more with this new front line just because of the effects of the terrain and how it has to be haphazardly laid out. There's sections of, of people making food for those kind of around them in the in the near vicinity. So you can certainly find the closest campfire and essentially like get in line and take a scoop of stew out of out of the pot or whatever whatever is cooking in them, absolutely. Is Shafter Shakara around? You don't see them over here at all, no. I think I will ask around while I'm getting some grub, um, if anyone's seen them. Sure, I'm sure you describe them. They're they're two unique, very unique looking individuals. <laughs> uh, Shakara's Hexblood and, and Shaft just being a halfling, of which you haven't seen any other halflings in the camp since you've arrived. And it doesn't seem any of the, the paladins that you ask have seen anybody uh, fitting that description. Is Horik around? Or Thuft? Horik is, is not around either. Mia, as you had kind of poked your head into to Falzern's tent, it looks like Thuft the Younger was still inside sleeping. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess we, I guess we can't. We should probably keep an eye on him as well. But yeah, I think Falzern would. Um, yeah, you just left them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shoot. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I won't um, stay too long getting food and um, and looking for Shaft and Shakara because I'll probably be held responsible if Thuff the Younger escapes. So I'll probably head back to my tent in a. Sh- just after a couple minutes and, and check to make sure he's still there. Okay, you still find him there. Okay. The alarm spell would be nice if Shaft were around. Didn't Shaft have that? <laughs> he, he, he did, did yeah. Me. I think he dropped it. I will, while I'm eating and, uh, you know, just kind of blending in with the troops here, be like, uh, is, has anyone seen Samuel? What's the uh, what's the plan today? Many of them kind of bundled up in their furs, uh, like hoods drawn up, right? And they're, they're like caps kind of pulled tight against the, the snowfall. Bowl of, you know, ceramic clay bowls of like steam kind of just vaping off of the food inside, right? Fresh off the fire. Many of them just scarfing it down almost as quickly as they can. Sure, assuredly burning the hell out of the roofs of their mouths. There's no way they couldn't be. One kind of turns, uh, we're, I mean, we're just waiting for orders. Um, have you seen Silas? Do you know where I could find him? Uh, Captain Grohl? Yes. You know oh, Captain Grohl? Yes, Captain Grohl. Yes. I, I saw the captain uh, checking over uh, one of the one of the training tents. He likes to stay sharp in the mornings. 
All right, this this one over there, and I. Yeah, yeah, it's a couple. Take the path, zig left, zig right, left again. You'll hear the sounds, I'm sure. Okay. Um, I look around. Do I see Falzern? Um, I think Falzern isn't gonna dilly dally. But is there any way that I could like sort of secure the opening to the tent closed from the outside so that it would <laughs> hinder Thought from getting out if he does wake up? <laughs> you want to try to like tie it, tie it sort off of, or, yeah. or somehow? Yeah. He has hands. <laughs> well, I want to tie it from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess there's prob there's probably enough paladins around that if that if they see him coming out, they're not just gonna let him escape. Maybe. I feel like that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna try and secure the out the the tent as best I can from the outside, and then I'm gonna go quickly go back and try and find Mia. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll me uh <laughs> roll me a survival. Fifteen. Do I see falls room? Yeah, you see him quickly approaching <laughs> after leaving. You kind of see like a haphazard, but somehow a pretty efficiently, proficiently roped off leather tent flaps that kind of bundled together and a, a, a twist of a rope and twine kind of spun around and then staked into the, the cold, frozen ground. I just look at him and I'm like, oh, Thor be with us. And I just like shake my head. Come this way. We gotta go find Silas. I, I don't know where anyone is. They're all just waiting for orders. We're m more important than this. Uh, okay, sure. I go off to find Silas. I zig left, then I zig right. Zag right, sorry. Zig, then zag. Yep. yep. Okay, yeah, and then the, there was the third step. Uh, and then rub a circle on my tummy while I pat my head. <laughs> and you found it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as you, as you zig and then you zag and then you take another zig, you can hear... Like the sound of like weapons uh, hitting against covered wood, the impact of it, and there's kind of a bit of an open area in front of a tent that's kind of splayed open and inside, so they're not getting snowed on. A number of paladins are in there, uh, like sparring with like wooden dummies with cloth and straw like packed into them, you know, like practice dummies essentially. And Silas is is in there, kind of overseeing and then maybe showing uh, some of them. Lance and Hannigan are with him as well. Captain Grohl? Hey, Mia. Good morning. Morning. Falzern? Have you seen Shaft or Shikara? Uh, I mean, no, not this morning, no. They're not in their tents? No, they're not. So I just kind of trying to find them and stick together. Guys up there eating, had no idea. They're too busy inhaling food. Yeah, it's, it's not like them to... It's not like them to not tell us. Where could they be, I wonder? Well, what's what's the plan with Sammy? Like, maybe they're doing something for him? Uh, it's possible. I haven't spoken to him this morning yet. Do, you, do we have orders yet? Nothing I've heard. I know uh, the perimeter is being reinforced, but that's it. Hmm. All right. Um, do you know where Samuel is? Is he still in the in the cave? You can you can check, but otherwise I could, I could take you to his tent. Perhaps before we do that, uh, Captain Grohl and Mia, I... I think I have some very valuable information that I was able to glean last night overhearing Thuft while he was in my tent. Talking to himself? Well, it, it seemed like he was talking to someone else. Uh, I don't know if he has some sort of telepathic link or or some sort of... It sounds like know. we should I, tell Samuel, right? We could just go tell him? Well, I, I, I suppose we could, yeah. What did you hear? 
Well, I, I could only hear one side of the conversation, but it seemed like whoever he was talking to was very upset with the fact that we now know that there is this body, that this 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 god's body somewhere in the mountains that we could perhaps, you know, destroy. But also, he was sort of pleading his case that he, he didn't tell us about the the second backup body as well. So oh my there, goodness. There's not just one, apparently, from what I can tell. Uh, I, yes, I, Samuel needs to know this immediately. Uh, yes. I'm sure he's drawing up movement plans as it is. Uh, he's going to have to take this into consideration. Do you know where? Any names, locations, descriptions? I didn't get much, but maybe we can get it out of him. He did seem fairly talkative when he wasn't gagged. Yes. And Falzerin kind of smiles. I I don't think we should hurt this little guy. No, no, I, I, I think he may have a lot of information that could help us defeat the, the Neogi and this Neogi god. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's check the tent first. You said. Yes, come on. I'll, I'll take you, uh, and I'll send word to the perimeter to see if anybody's seen Shaft or Shakara or, or around the camp. We'll, we'll find them. Well, the uh, the other thing is that he's uh, this Thuff the Younger is currently sort of unattended. I made a bit of a makeshift. Well, yeah, we got to grab him on the way. He he needs to talk to Sammy. I told you we should have been tying him up. Well, yeah, he's he's a tricky little creature. I. I don't know. I think he might be more talkative if he if he thinks that we're you know sort of on the same side. You know what I mean? Well, the longer he's left alone, like let's go. Yes, we can let him escape. And you retrieve. I mean, you find the the uh, the rope lock that Falzern has put onto the tent is undisturbed. <sighs> I was so nervous about that. And kind of from inside, you can you can hear like a soft like snoring, like. A... <sighs> Is, is that his god's name in his sleep? Is that, is that what that was? It did sound similar to what he yeah to, to whatever <laughs> word he was using for <laughs> the new <Neogi> god. <laughs> All right, Falsey, get your friend. I try to undo what I what I uh, what I did to secure the tent here, and I go inside and sort of jostle Chef Thuff the Younger to wake him up. <gasps> oh what? Uh, oh, oh, hey! Time to wake up, Thuft. Uh, uh, sorry, Thuff the Younger. Uh, 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 he gives like a big stretch, which is small because he's a goblin, but he's like <laughs> arms and legs out as far as he can reach. Huh. Okay. Uh, I had a pretty good sleep. Yeah, that that, that that's great. Uh, as did I. Slept the whole night. I, I think we should probably go chat with uh, our friend Samuel. Why don't you come along? Uh, why? Well, don't you want to come? We could get some food uh, afterward, too. He was kind of mean. He pushed me against a wall. Well... I'm I'm sure he it was just a misunderstanding. He he won't do that again. I I would I would. Thuff, let's let's go get let's go get something to eat. Oh okay yeah yeah. Thuff the hunger's hungry. I can eat. And I look at Silas like let's get this guy a bowl of something to bring with him. <laughs> okay, you gotta saunter after that same campfire. I'll like push Thuff Thuff the younger towards Silas and be like just give us a second. And then Falzer and I fall back just a little bit. Do you think? Samuel knows that Shaft and Shakara stole his weapons and now they're in trouble or something. Oh, I I certainly hope not. I like look over at their tents. Does it look like there was anything disturbed, like like they were forcibly taken? Like there was a fight. Looking in, it 
It doesn't even look like their bedrolls were used. Falzer, look, they didn't even sleep here last night. Like, what happened? I just... Shaft was so tired, I came back to my tent. Uh, he usually doesn't care about us, so I didn't care about him. I think something's up. Izzy is mad at Shakara. Shaft's always lying and hiding things. Who knows? Oh, goodness. I I hope they're not in trouble. I mean, I just hope they're in trouble with Samuel, because then we at least know they're still here or something. I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like this. Anyways, let's let's get this information to Sammy. Shaft and Shakara would understand. <laughs> While you were talking, you kind of meet up Silas's gotten Thuft younger a bowl of the stew, so Thuft has his own little food that he's uh, scar- scarfing down as you kind of meet back up with him, right? And Silas, yeah, he will take you uh, through the camp, pretty much in the, in the same direction, like the opposite direction that he had taken you away from that, the cave opening, right? That the camp is kind of around, mm-hmm. centered around, essentially. A little off to its left, uh, a number of tents over, and he kind of opens up one of, one of the larger ones there, gives a bit of a, you know, a call. Enter. Silas will kind of hold the flap out for the two of you to enter into Samuel's tent. I'll grab Thuft and come on. Uh, okay, okay, okay. He's a little uh, hesitant. It's good though, right? It's good. The food was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Thuft. As I've said, and I, I kind of look over to Samuel, uh, this nice man here, I assure you he, he won't he won't do anything to hurt you. We just want to talk a little bit. We thought you'd want to come along. So Samuel's tent, it's its its really just like a, a sparse living quarters. Like there is a table and, and some chairs, uh, pretty makeshift wooden table, right? A, a kind of a bedroll bunk of his own. Still, he has, of course, the armor of Kalara's on. And could each of you give me a perception check, please? Eight. Uh, 18 for Falzerin. So the, the armor is still like the gold pieces gleaming as they ever have, right? The the blue scale-like fill-in that had hap- occurred when he joined them all together, still emanating a similar sheen, but again, like a bluish kind of hue to it. But Falzern, you notice Samuel, like the, the youthful, the, the almost revigorated effects that the armor had had on him just last night. It seems like some of those are ebbing away. Like, he he somehow looks a little bit older than he even did just last night. Hmm. Okay. It's still kind of glowing like it it was last night? Yeah, the armor looks looks the same. It's just, as you know, it had had essentially de-aged Samuel like a couple decades, right? So that maybe he's put on another five, five years or so. Like, not quite as youthful. There's just, you can't quite really put your finger on, like, the exact difference, right? But just clearly whatever effect it seems like it's ebbing away okay good morning samuel we're here because we think thuft is a pretty valuable person to the neogi and so we we think he can help us he's an emissary falzerin kept him in the tent with him last night and thuft seems to have a link or connection and was speaking with with someone what but no no i wasn't no now, it, it's okay, Thuft it, the Younger. There, yeah, it's, there's nothing wrong. It's no problem. We can all work together, right? I, I think... You're probably talking to your highness, right? Uh... 
See, Samuel just kind of like glowers at him a little bit. Uh, uh, okay. I mean, so, yeah, yeah. I, I talk to I talk to Crackle sometimes. I think we all want the same thing here, right? Um, you know, this uh, your highness, shall we say? Your highness wants to get back into w- one of the two bodies, uh, the backup bodies but, uh, that they have, and we can maybe help that happen. Oh, oh, um, uh, okay. Uh, maybe, maybe we are at the same side. Yes. See. It, it, it oh, just... wait, wait a second. I, what do you mean, a uh, backup body? I didn't know anything about that. Uh... <laughs> Looks side to side. So Falzerin looks over to Samuel, kind of raises an eyebrow, and and smirks a little bit. Uh, Samuel, I think I think there's a lot of conversation to be had here. I I really quickly need to interject that we don't think Shakara and Shaft stayed in the camp overnight. Have you seen them? No, they're gone. With the eye, their bedrolls are rolled up and unused. Where do you believe they've gone? Well, I was hoping that you were just reprimanding them for taking your weapons. They've taken my weapons. Falzerin looks over to Mia and is like dumbfounded at what she has just said. Which weapons would these be, Miss Brightwood? I just look at Falzerin like, what? Like, uh, Shakara has a sword? Elaborate. Describe this weapon. Yeah, I'll just des- I'll describe the weapons to Samuel and just keep looking at Falzer and like if it was that big of a deal, you should have really told me not to. Like you guys told me not to, but it's it's a lot's happened. We've already given them the whole armor. What you're telling me is that these two have stolen my property and have now run off with one of the eyes of Dendar. Well, I mean, the deal was that you gave it to her, right? So she can go wherever she wants. I just can't believe she split up from me, so I think something's wrong. Like, maybe Izzy took her. There's no way they would run, you know, like, voluntarily, like, plan this. They wouldn't leave us here, right, Falzern? I'm sure there's there's more to this, uh, Samuel. I, I've been traveling with them. We've been through thick and thin. I can't imagine they would just abandon our cause. You don't believe that Shakara immediately went back to Isabella to give her the very item that she seeks. I don't think so. I believe Shakara is in a reluctant relationship with Isabella. Aren't we all? Well. I I guess. Seems like you've had quite an ancient link to Isabella. She admittedly has been pivotal in retrieving the pieces of the armor. So what does she want to do with if she has both eyes of Dendar, do you know? Because Shakara won't tell us. I assume she wants to use them. And that, what, does, what does that mean? Yeah, to what end? Is it like summoning their god or something? Dendar? Perhaps. I don't believe she has the capability to do so, even with the eyes. And the second eye is where again? Still powering the tower. And how long will it be till you have to give that one up? As I told Shakara, once we're mobilizing and have a, a full plan, we will no longer need it or need to protect that territory. Well, I guess that, that brings about the que- question of well, what is the plan, Samuel? How, how do we approach this enemy? This new information of the second body. We need to find them both. 
Sorry, not not enemy. I look over to Theft. He's like scratching his head. <laughs> is there is there a map in the room? Like a like a war map laid out on the table, mountains, anything like that? Yeah, there's a, a kind of a, a rough like graphite sketching of the mountain of the foreground mountain range. Is it low enough that Thuff could see what's on the table and like point out on the map, or we gotta pick them up? Or <laughs> yeah, you could you could like climb up on one of the chairs and like look and and view the map for sure. Theft, are you able to show us on the map, you know, reorient me here? Where was the cave where we met you and the lake and and where's, you know, your highness live and all that? Uh, he kind of, again, looks at Samuel. Okay, just, just don't hurt. Just don't pick me up again. Okay, I, I don't like that. Don't, don't, don't worry, Theft. You can climb on the chair all yourself. Nobody's going to hurt you. We just need your help. And... I think everyone will be happy if if we can all work together. Okay, uh, I I can help. I can help. emissary means help. He'll uh, climb up on the chair, and he's like looking over the map. You see, like turns it around to himself, right? Turns it back around. Uh, okay, well that's the lake. Um, this is one of the montons. That's another monton. Uh, at the bottom of this monton, it's okay. That was that was that was my cave there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, first, first saw you. Okay, yep. Then now we're all the way over here. And he points to like a little X marked, which is clearly your location, right? Like the paladin yes. camp. You are here, big arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, and then underneath uh, this one, and he points to Mount Necro- the peak of Mount Necrosis. Mm. Under that one, uh, there's lots of things under that one. Now, is that where your highness has a body or maybe a backup body? Uh, yeah, I think one of them's in there. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. And then he, he points to Mount Grolmag, uh, which is the actually the tallest of the three. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and this one. Um, yeah, yeah, there's something there, too. From your location, Mount Necrosis is, is pretty much directly north, like uh, far on the other side of the frozen lake and on the other side of that, the valley in which it lies. Mount uh, Grolmag is more northwest from your location. That's so helpful. Thank you. Thank you for showing us where we can meet with your with your god. Oh, I'm sure Crackle would love to meet you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you know which one he'll be at or no? Oh, I'm I, I'm not sure. Uh, I guess whichever one he likes best. In Mount Necrosis is the biggest, probably right, with the most like most uh, you know armies around it and that sort of thing. Oh, I mean, I mean the Neogi are everywhere. Yeah. Okay. I look up at Samuel, kind of like shrug my shoulders. Take take it if you want it. <laughs> Samuel kind of peers in on the map. You see, he's, he kind of makes marks where Thupt is noted, right? Kind of on the mountains. Interesting. I need to confer with the generals, take in their advice, and come up with a plan by the end of today. Now, Samuel, I, in Shakara and Shaft's defense, you wouldn't be wearing and wearing that full set of armor without without those swords they were using. I mean, they're really powerful. And I'm sure Shaft is sorry. It's just in his nature to kind of, like, be curious and borrow stuff. The swords you described were from my personal keep. Far south. Yeah, I, I, I've never been there. I don't know how they got them. I see. Shaft is pretty secretive, honestly. You see, he, he kind of produces the, the cipher... Um, that he used to, like, locate, and he kind of looks at it, 
I imagine that is how he truly acquired this. Uh, Falzer? Well, like, like she said, Shaft can be very secretive. I, I feel I've grown quite close to him, and I'm sure there are still many things he keeps from me. I just don't know why Shaft would go would go with Shakara willingly to Heraklion or something. It, it just doesn't add up, Samuel. There must be something important that's come up for both of them to leave. Izzy was pretty pissed. I'm not sure why Izzy would take Shaft. Like it doesn't make sense. Well, I, I don't I don't know that we can be sure that that's what happened. I, I Shaft did not go to Isabella and Heraklion on his own will. Like honestly. No, I know. I I'm saying. We don't know that that's where they went. It could be something unrelated she to She got that. an eye and then disappeared. I think Samuel's right. I can assure you, Isabella would not have made it past the perimeter to abduct them. Okay, I... Not, not to mention, Shaft is very good at holding his own and uh, honestly not, not easily convinced of, <laughs> of things that, that aren't beneficial to him. I, I can't imagine... He would have just up and left with Shakara. If their location is important to you, Samuel, there's one thing I could do. I can teleport to Shaft by the shackles and then send you a message where we are, but I can't come back. I think that could be risky. It's very risky. I'm just spitballing here. Is your intention, he'll turn directly to you, Mia. Is your intention to still aid me in the Neogi? He looks to the theft. Situation. Mia smiles sheepishly. <laughs> the Neogi's my priority. I'd, it's just if these swords were needed for the armor or something, you know. No. Clearly, the Neogi is not Shaft and Shakara's priority, despite what both of them say. If the two of you still wish to aid me, then I will take your aid. As I have accepted counsel from both of you, and I would like to continue to do so. Yes, I think, I think that is where our energy is best spent. Samuel, I'm at your service. This has been my priority ever since I left my home. My family's in danger. Spara's in danger. This is it for me. Excellent. He kind of looks down, like at his at his hands, his gauntleted hands, right. Almost like as if he's looking at them for the first time, like taking them in. I woke up this morning feeling different. Not as I was when assembling the armor. I can already see its effects leaving me. This is unexpected. I'm unsure if I've done something incorrectly or if perhaps utilizing it is only temporary. I believe we must act quickly if I'm to take advantage of it then until I can figure out what is going on with it. So you feel different. It doesn't feel as effective. And as far as you know from your family's history, like this didn't happen to them. Do you know anything? By all of my family's accounts, the armor was assembled, used to banish Dendar and Father Limic, and then 
spread. Hidden. And how long did that take? I do not know. Some process that Azelwick aided my ancestors in. Right. Hmm. Okay, well, I, I, I agree. We must move quickly. If, if you're, you know, losing its effect by the hour, by all means, let's make a plan. He pauses for a second. You know, as kind of in the middle of, like, turning back to the mountain map, he kind of pauses. While I don't believe Isabella will be successful in reawakening Dendar, even with both eyes, they are powerful artifacts, as the two of you have witnessed, I'm sure. If she has her hands on both of them, and especially if Shakara and Shaft are at her side, she will be a much pressing matter. Once the Neogi have been quelled, it will simply be another threat to take care of. I agree, but let's not jump to conclusions. Time will tell, right? Shaft really doesn't like taking sides, trust me. I see. Because he smirks. <laughs> Coming up the situation. He's like eternally in. he's eternally neutral, <laughs> Shaft. <laughs> I simply mean not to draw our focus. But I've already said I intend to deal with Isabella. If that means killing her, then I will not hesitate to do so. With or without the armor. I've wanted to kill her for a long time. Let's do this. She can be rather unpleasant. I agree. Excellent. Please have the walk of the camp. I will confer with the generals. Map up a plan. Falzern kind of nods, uh, looks to Theft and Mia. Well, uh, Samuel, just keep us abreast of, of the plans. We'll be here. Dismissed. As, as, as they walk out, I'm going to hang back just a little bit. And I want to just quickly to Samuel say, Samuel, we can't discount the possibility. Theft is smart and cunning. Could be a double agent. He could have been sent here. To bring you to Kakashka. Prepare for that fact, right? He's a smart guy. That is a possibility, yes. He could be, you know, basically uh, transmitting everything we say to his god right now. He So he shouldn't be around when we develop our plans. I agree. What would you suggest we do with him? Well, Silas wants to tie him up, but I think we keep treating him nice so that he keeps telling us things. He does seem to be the only source of intel we're able to acquire. Well, exactly. Whether it's good intel or not, is Mount Necrosis just a trap? But, uh, uh, we'll we'll find we'll find ways for uh, to keep track of him. Excellent. Dealing with the Neogi God's physical capabilities will assuredly be the fastest way to slow them down. I agree. It's, it's, we gotta take him out of the source or something like that. It just makes sense. Before you go, when we first met in the keep in Heraklion, I had said to you, if there was an avenue with which we could convince the Niogi to leave Asbara without additional bloodshed, I told you I would take that avenue. And that you agreed. Is that how you still feel? 
You know what? I think it's worth a shot. Perhaps a dialogue should be opened with the god, then. I feel like if we try, then if there's bloodshed, we did everything we could. There will assuredly be many fatalities getting to this body, or both of them. How do you suggest we open up a, a communication? If that can be done through the goblin, perhaps? Right. Otherwise, it may need a face-to-face. It's worth a try. I'm glad we're on the same page. Same. Again, though, I I don't know that Shakara Shaft went completely willingly. It just doesn't it just doesn't add up. You were right to say that handing over the eye was part of the deal. I had no intention of keeping Shakara as a prisoner or restricting her from leaving the camp with or without it. If you have any scrolls of sending around or something, I, I'd be happy to reach out to her, see what she says. That can be arranged. I, I hate to ask for a scroll. I just, my resources after the last day, I just, I, I gotta be really stingy with how I use them. I understand. I'm still going over Silas's report of his outing and your involvement in it. Yeah, it was a long day. He will be able to arrange for a scroll. Great. Sounds good. And so, Mia, you step out back out of Samuel's tent, and, you know, Silas, Falzern, and Thuft Younger are just a few feet away, waiting for you. Alright, guys, well, Thuft, how do you feel about being a link between your, your god and us so we can communicate? Maybe talk? Try to come to a peace deal? Oh, peace? Um, what does that mean? Peace is like... We come to terms and agreements that both sides are okay with, so no more people have to die. Oh, yeah, 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 that sounds really good. So you'll just, you'll give Krakow to everybody in Aspara, and then that's it. No one has to die. Right. Well, we want to talk to your god and figure it out with him. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm the emissary. Well, you, you can talk to me. Well, I think with a matter this large, it's not going to be enough for Samuel. It's not like I hear you and then he hears too. I, I, I don't want you out for me. Well, if you don't have a way of letting us communicate with him, then we need to arrange a face-to-face visit or something. I, I told you, I take you to, 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 to one of the bodies. I take you to both of them. Look, okay, I'll, I'll give I'll give Samuel some directions to one, and I'll take you, and I'll take uh, the skinny one to the other, and we can talk. Why do we have to split up? Well, I mean, we don't know which one he's going to be at. Sure. Okay. Well, we'll involve you with plans later. Let's, uh, let's go find something to occupy your time. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, you got, like, a, like a stick? I'm sure you could find one. Oh, okay, great. Okay. I, I like sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe two. Maybe two. And then you kind of bang them together. And then you kind of, you start to move your feet a little bit. Uh, and, and then, like, your hips, it kind of goes up your body, right? And your hips start to move. And then your shoulders, and you're kind of hitting the sticks together, and then you're like, do like a little, uh, like lift one foot up, and then put it back down, and then lift the other foot up, right? It's called dancing. Oh, yeah, dancing. Yeah, let's go find you some sticks. <laughs> okay, great, 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 great. Okay, so what do the what would the two of you like to do? So you can, certainly Mia, you can talk to Silas and get uh, the scroll of sending. That's easy. Yeah, I think that's 
my priority. If I could potentially use one and then depending on the answer I might need to be like it's an emergency and then use another one. Let's see let's see what happens. <laughs> I just uh, I need to hear from Shikara. Even if it's lies. I told him I would talk to Shikara, but I wonder if Shaft would be more honest with me, but he's good at telling half truths, so Falzerin, who should I who should I send a spell to and ask why they left? Should I talk to Shikara or Shaft? Shaft doesn't tell the whole truth, but Shikara might bend it too. I don't know. Maybe Shikara. I know, I'm kind of leaning toward her too. I... Uh, Shaft always is so optimistic about everything and just like, oh, don't worry about it, or says one word back, like K, right? Like, right. Yeah, I, I think I think you might be right. I feel closer to Shaft, but also... Shikara speaks in sentences. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes Shaft cannot be all that forthcoming. Yeah, I want. I want to send. I want to send a message to Shikara. What, what should I say, Falzern? Oh, I don't know. How many words is it again? Twenty-five. Like, where are you? We need you. Why did you leave? Why did you leave? What's going on? Yeah, I think that about sums it up. That's not even that many words. Okay. Easy. XOXO. Mia and Palsy. <laughs> oh, okay. Mia and Palsy this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they ditched both of us. You consume the scroll that uh, Silas has retrieved for you, sending off your, your slew of questions. And there's that sending spell, like that pause, right? That you know so well after using this spell so many times. That brief interlude between getting the response. But the response does not come. Okay, remember how Izzy blocked her sending before? She's definitely involved. I, I, I don't have a message. I, I, there's no response. Oh, no. Are they getting scabulated? <sighs> it's possible that Shikara chose not to respond. I mean, again, I'm not totally convinced that she would have run back to Isabella. It just, it doesn't... No, I, I mean, I'm not either. I, but I said XOXO. Let's... Keep an eye on Thuft, walk the camp, clear our heads, think of ideas for Samuel, and... Man, I don't know these mountains. We need Shaft. Ugh. I know, I know. We'll figure something out. Hopefully they're on their way back from wherever they are. And that's our show. For more Aspar information, visit encourageableparty.com, where you can find all of our social media links, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. As well as our Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive content like blooper reels and patron-only mini-campaigns. Our theme music was created by Josh Jarvis. For any of your musical needs, you can contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All the rest of our sounds and music throughout our plays provided by tabletopaudio.com. And of course, our show sponsor, Critical Hit Design. For your design needs, visit criticalhitdesign.com. Happy adventuring.